the dentist of Tortuga. I've never seen eye to eye with my teeth. This is because my teeth do not have eyes, not since the operation. Historically speaking, my teeth have given me more trouble than any other part of my body. My skin has been covered in chicken pox, my sinuses have been chock full o gunk, and briefly, in 1989, my east and west eyebrows reunited. But those were all isolated incidences. My mouth, though, my mouth is an abomination. 30% of the time when I open my mouth, crows fly out. The sky darkens, crops die. That creepy lady on the street corner starts shouting, Flores para los muertos! My teeth and I are not BFFs. Somewhere in the distant past, I must have done something to upset them, because they clearly have it out for me. I suppose I did forcefully pull out some of their descendants and then give them to a fairy in exchange for money. But who hasn't? Growing up in the Rafferty household, the concept of pediatric dentistry was laughed at. I think the idea was, you're going to lose all of those teeth anyway, so what is the point of shelling out extra for some specialist to tell you they look great while it's happening? And honestly, I can't argue with that rationale. If Doobie was good enough for adults, he was good enough for kids. Doobie? For the first 20-something years of my life, when I visited the dentist, I was seeing Doobie Downs, DDS. Doobie was the family dentist. His name wasn't actually Doobie. I probably knew his real name at some point, but damned if I can remember it. Even my phone has betrayed me as he's listed as Doobie Downs in there, too. As a rule, you should not open your mouth for men named Doobie, even if they claim to be dentists. Perhaps especially if they claim to be dentists. Even if they have a bunch of diplomas on the wall. That doesn't prove anything. They sell those at big lots. Doobie wasn't Doobie's real name, though, so it was okay. Doobie was your classic old-school dentist. He was a smoker, so his teeth had a yellow veneer to them. He didn't wear gloves while working inside your mouth. He didn't smoke while doing that either, in his defense. And his waiting room had wood paneling and shag carpeting. He was a cool dude. He called me Patrick, which seemed about right. As a kid, Doobie taught me how to brush better and yanked out a tooth here and there as the need arose. As a teenager, he filled cavity after cavity as it became apparent he didn't do a very good job teaching me how to brush better. The thing I remember most about Doobie was the god-awful music that was always playing in his office. Adult, contemporary, easy-listening terribleness. It haunts me to this day. I'm guessing even Doobie hated it, but he probably read an article in some dentistry magazine that said people find it calming. The psychology of a dentist's office is almost as important as the dentist to themselves. I'm not sure where the wood paneling and shag carpeting fits in with this theory. That might just be the 1980s peeking through. I keep speaking of Doobie in past tense, but fear not, Doobie is fine. He retired a few years back and sold his practice to some young whippersnapper. Now he lives with Johnny Depp on his private island in the Bahamas. That's Johnny Depp's private island, not Doobie's. Doobie's just the island dentist. Even Jack Sparrow needs his teeth cleaned once in a while. When I moved to New York City, I decided it was time to get a new dentist. Given the despair and misery lurking in my maw, I needed someone more local. Preferably someone who hadn't read that article in Dental Music Psychology Weekly back in 1982. 
and, if possible, someone who wasn't allergic to latex gloves. I settled on a couple of brothers who have a dental practice down in Tribeca. These are not brothers in the African-American males who are friends sense of the word. These are actual brothers, two men born from the same mother and father, or at least mother or father. I don't know, man, the subject hasn't come up. The Hamadi brothers do good work, but their chairside manner needs some help. They're all business, no talk. They should probably subscribe to Small Talk for Non-Orating Oral Surgeons bi-monthly for some pointers. Anyway, I went in last week for some work. I had a cavity and I lost an old fillet. The cavity was one thing. I've had cavities before. Plenty of them. Mouth, abomination, darkened sky, etc. The lost filling was a new one, though. It was a doobie filling. Doobie, being the old-school dentist that he was, rocked out the silver fillings. He figured if I was going to have so many fillings in my mouth, they may as well be blingin'. Of course, the downside of this bling is that occasionally you swallow a hunk of silver. It's not mercury or lead, but still, maybe not the best thing to be swallowing. Especially in this economy. My new fillings are made of some sort of space-age polymer. It's some sort of tooth-colored resin that hardens when exposed to UV light. Awesome. Plus, it's resistant to crow beaks. I've been granted a clean bill of teeth for the time being. I had some x-rays taken and my mouth checks out. We'll see how long this lasts. Hopefully for a while. I don't have dental insurance, and if I keep swallowing all this silver, I won't have any way to pay for more space-age fillings. On the other hand, I have been meaning to see the Bahamas. So there's that. 